Next up on Visual Wow. I think that the world has started to realize that there is a more important aspect to this. I'm going to be able to bring people in and people are going to feel like they're emotionally part of a simha and not just watching something. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Visual Wow. The podcast for people passionate about live events. We're obsessed with creating and capturing those wow moments. This is the place the top pros come to share their secrets. Now, here's your hosts, Jack Hartsman and Monica Vidal. Hello, visual audience. I'm Jack Hartsman, your host, and I'm back on the patio on a beautiful, beautiful day with Monica to my left and our ho- and our guest, not our host, our guest, Kara Weiss from Save the Date LLC today on my right. Kara, welcome to the show. Hi, hi. Thank hi, you Kara. for having me. Uh, we are definitely uh, taking advantage of the fact that we are going to continue to broadcast from the patio as long as we possibly can. It's the third week of October. I'm not quite sure when this is going to air, but it, according to the uh, clock over here, is uh, just about 75 degrees and it's a beautiful day so bring it on and let's keep on I doing it. I love October in Washington. I couldn't agree with you more. I couldn't and agree. And it will keep going and going and going please. Yeah, absolutely. So Kara, um, we certainly go back a whole, whole long time together. Um, we do. And it is lovely to have you on this side of 2020 with us. COVID uh, put aside and all the other good things like that but our relationship goes back even back before your wedding that uh, Monica and I were photographers at for you and Joel. And it's just great to have you here. Tell us about what Save the Date LLC is all about. Well, we um, started off with, as the party planner to the masses, to the everyday type of client who is trying to plan an event but doesn't necessarily, one, want to afford or two, want to deal with a party planner. So. It sounds a little off, but we are party planners teaching everyone what to do. So my clients like to get involved. They like to not um, have, they don't want to just hand over the reins and say, plan for me. They want someone to teach them how to do it, give them ideas, be creative with them, and have fun doing it. So I'm, I started off in the business because I was doing corporate events ever since college. I had been doing events for um, corporations like Rouse Company, Learner Company, and even the Doubletree. Anyway, I started the business when I had, um, a little before I got pregnant, and um, it just became, it was a little bit of a hobby at first, and it was fun, and I had a few clients, and then it started to grow, and I started to love it, and then I started to go back to school for special events. I went to GW to their first program. Program, actually, I don't know if you knew that. Yes, with They're, Joe Jeff. Yes, with Joe Jeff. <laughs> um, we are very happy to announce that Joe Jeff is a regular follower of the uh, of the Visual oh, podcast. Hi, Joe, I hope you remember me. Kara, <laughs> uh, I don't think that anybody can forget you. Uh, we certainly, and Alice. There you go, there. Alice Conway. Alice absolutely. Conway. Yep. Yes. We, so God, I can't believe how long it's been. <laughs> it's crazy. Uh, I just want to say to the to the Visual listening audience, you know that when we're back here on the patio, sometimes you hear the dog, sometimes you hear the neighbors cutting the grass. But just a moment ago. Um, this is kind of like one of those sidebars of COVID. An airplane just went overhead. Yeah, and, I heard that. And a year ago, you know, six months, eight months ago, you heard airplanes all the time when you sat oh. out in your backyard. And and we've done a dozen and a half broadcasts from back here, and that is the first time I was looking around wondering, what is that sound? I haven't. I thought there was wind blowing. That was an airplane going over overhead, and that is sad oh, but that's true. That's sadly and funny. Fly me away out oh, of COVID. Oh, my goodness. What a world <laughs> we are living in today. But anyway, coming back to you, let me just say that um, I have 
have photographed enough weddings uh, in my career, in our careers, Monica Monica's probably in the pushing 2,000 weddings in our life right now. Sometimes you can see the brides that you just know are going to become party planners one day. You are not one of those people. You were in the <laughs> event business before you were uh, in the party planning business. And so uh, I, I remember your wedding like it was this morning. I remember uh, the Mayflower and I remember Gene Donati and working with Sydney and uh, and the bride that you were. And, and uh, seriously, like, like it was yesterday. It was amazing. It was amazing. But I was still learning weddings. I didn't know what what to do at all. So I was help I was very happy and hopeful to have planning help, but I was the type of bride who really wanted to have my hands deep into it. And at the time, party planners were a little bit more in charge of things, so you were kind of the sideline. Anyway, so time goes on and I started building this business where I wanted to teach groups of people at, a, at the same time what they're trying to do. I started writing a book about planning and um, events and it just kind of grew. I started bringing in staff and interns, I continue learning. I was part of ILEA, oh, ILEA. <laughs> sadly it's called, it, uh, uh, it was ISIS at the time, but ILEA, NACE, um, all these organizations and I got, was on the board and I was young and I was energetic and I wanted to do it all. Wait a minute, um, you're still young and you're still energetic <laughs> and, and I definitely want to point out the fact, um, you know, yes, we've known each other for a heap and load time, but you are, have always been somebody geared towards education. You weren't just in it for yourself, you weren't just in it to become the greatest party planner of, of all time. You have some really killer parties that are kind of world famous in the Baltimore, Washington area. They've even blown me away. Uh, where you have had some amazing clients with uh, who allowed you to do some amazing things. I'll let you talk about that if you want to. But i got to tell you one story Go ahead. about that. The NSYNC one. Yeah. NSYNC, okay. yes ladies NSYNC. and gentlemen. <laughs> Back when NSYNC was something really, really sexy and important, Kara had NSYNC at a, uh, as the entertainment uh, at a bar mitzvah. This here. is the one story. Funny, well, I have a lot of funny stories, but the but the what's on the tip of my tongue is um, I knew boys to men, and I knew um, Backstreet Boys at the time. And Sync was this other thing, and I knew Barney really, really well. Barney, Barney, good really, of yours? really well. Oh, and, Barney was a friend of ours too. Yeah, big time friend. <laughs> and I'm being told I'm you know we're having this group come in Sync, and Joel even went away that weekend to see Bruce Springsteen. In and, and Bailey and Mocha are also fans of Barney, as you can tell. <laughs> well, my husband didn't stay around because to us it was just this other band group, this other boy group. Right. Um, so, you know, I, I didn't even get a picture with them. Not that that was part of my job, but nope. normally you would just get a picture. Um, I put them in the bride's room with a deli platter. <laughs> Wow, you're you're very. That's a very accomplished party planner thing to do. I, I love the way you talk about that. That Joel went away to see Springsteen, and you didn't know who NSYNC was because um, shortly after that bar mitzvah, um, I was photographing the 200th anniversary of the Library of Congress, um, and they had a star-studded uh, layout of musicians. I mean, Dizzy Gillespie and. Wow, two airplanes in the same hour. That's unbelievable. That's actually a helicopter. That's a helicopter. Anyway, um, so we had uh, literally star-studded. It was just unbelievable. And two of the great musicians that were there were... Um, 
Bob Tito Weir, Puentes. Bob, uh, Tito Puentes was there, but, but Bob Weir and Mickey Hart from the Grateful Dead were there. Wow. Uh-huh. It was really cool. Uh, for those of you who are deadheads, of course, you know what that means. I walk into the green room and there's two of my childhood idols there. But then I hear like this screaming commotion going on. And there were these two other guys that were playing that day at this event, uh, Lance and Justin <laughs> from NSYNC. And I had no idea who they were. I had no idea. <laughs> but when I looked out the back of the tent uh, between the, the cap- U.S. Capitol and the Library of Congress, it looked like something out of a colorized version of a Beatles concert. People were running and chasing their limousine down Constitution Avenue before it came down First Street. And the coolest picture, people say, wow, that's the coolest thing you ever photographed. I am telling you right here, right now, one of the coolest pictures I've ever photographed was Mickey Hart and Bob Weir swapping autographs with Lance and Justin oh, backstage really <laughs> because Lance and Justin were getting autographs for their parents and, and, Mickey, getting- and Mickey and Bob were getting autographs for their kids. It was like so unbelievably surreal. That really is. Wow. Yeah. It's just, you know, and it's so nice also that we still think about those moments and, and they're, they're wow moments uh, per our Visual wow. Visual wow. But they still, they fill us with joy, you know. Mm-hmm. And, and we were, it wasn't that we were new at it. It was just that those events. It was exciting. It was exciting. It, and to see it all come into fruition and to see it really was, this was a live event. This was an event with very little technology, um, you know, and... I put it together and afterwards I was like wow that was just incredible and that was so fun to do however it isn't what I live for I really live for the everyday client because there was a lot of Michigas that went on with that also of course I (laughs) but but I mean coming back to what you were just saying is that you have always cared about education and and you've always been one who brought in interns who had young people working with you teaching them the trade teaching them their craft and and trying to carry on that message Jackie (laughs) Jackie which Jackie my Jackie or your no, Jackie? No, no, there was you. you oh, little Jackie. Little Jackie. Little Jackie used to work for you. And Allison. Oh my goodness. I uh, mean, I've I love teaching other people what I know, and um, not just planners, but that that was these are young girls who are trying to figure out what they want to do in the world. So come work with me, um, and many of them have worked with me as, as interns, and then I hire them on, and I keep paying them. I have many staff that still they're out of college. They're work some working for. Marriott or working for um, Wedding Wire uh, seven years out of college now they still do day of parties for me they still love it and they still come to little Zoom meetings that we've had as a group they still feel like they're a part of Save the Date and I love that this is this is the part of the show where I'm, I'm really sad that they're not all on video and I, I think that will be the future of what we're doing with Visual Wow but if the listening audience could see your face light up of pride, um, like like maternal pride that's of, of how you... It is. No, no, I see it in your face. And, and I'm allowed to say that because I knew you before you had children. Uh, uh, you, you take such gratification into their success. The same way, uh, as bizarre as it is, five or six of, of our biggest competitors, if, if that's what we call them, but five or six of our competitors, people we work with every day in the photographic industry here in the D.C. area, are our former students and employees. It's really cool to watch them grow up, spread their wings, and have their own businesses, and, and come back and always available to work with us when we call on them. And so, we totally understand what you're saying, and, and I'm not kidding. It really was very cool just now to watch mm, you light up like that. That was, that was really 
really neat. There's, you know, you should always keep your relationships going, and there's no need to burn any bridges. You know, there, there really isn't. You know, there's nothing that that you can't, you know, whether it's resolve. And I don't mean to say that there's any reason to resolve anything, but always keep those relationships going. We, we should all be teams always. It is a little hard because you always feel like there's, okay, competition or this, that, but there really is enough business out there for all of us. Some people work better with other planners than than they would work with me. So, And I, I work better with certain clients that other planners wouldn't want to touch with the you know, with the, well, I don't know what the thing. Ten-foot pole? Touch, yes, that thing. <laughs> um, even cr- like when Christine way, came foot, to me. Ten-foot poles were designed before there was COVID. Now they would just be six-foot six poles. Foot. <laughs> <laughs> Might be eight. but <laughs> Talk about Christine because so, Christine, I remember her almost the day she walked into your life. She is an absolute powerhouse professional. Um, we work with her obviously on the regular. Um, how does a relationship like that, how did that, how did that start? Where did it come from and, and, and where do you see it today? Christine was in college. She was a Shakespeare um, uh, major. She was a, a theater and Shakespeare major. Apparently, she had had some conversations with her with her advisor. She didn't want to continue that. She liked doing events. She tested it out a little bit. She cold called me. I invited her in just because I love teaching and I love having people work with me. And she started interning with me. She was interning for maybe six to eight months, loved it. She caught on really well. She knew a lot of things that I couldn't remember. Let's put it that way. She's got a memory of... I don't even know what I can't describe no, it. We, we actually in our office we talk about Christine. It's She's impeccably sharp on things like that. So sharp on all of that, and I mean it's not even age. I just never was sharp like that. She remembers everything, but she was great working with me. And then slowly but surely, we start. I started handing over my clients to her. I started saying, "Well, like you know, why don't you work with Christine? She'll be a little." The pricing was different, and you still have me on the side. So clients always knew that I was always there, and then we just grew i mean it's been nine eight or nine years she's been with me and um and i we love working together we both have different ways to run a party but they're still the same and we both love making our lists and love the concept of of really creating something that someone will remember and they'll they'll enjoy themselves at the same time and enjoy the getting there which would always used to be hard getting the party planned I think years ago was harder and stressful and I don't want that of my clients I want them to enjoy every moment of the planning and I want them to um, get involved in mitzvah projects when they're a bar about mitzvah client um, I want when it's a bride and a groom I want all the families to enjoy each other and not fight. But so, as you mentioned, also <laughs> most of your clients are more hands-on. They yes. want to be hands-on, and sometimes, in, so you're the right fit for them. Yes. Yeah. I still remember one of my favorite. Uh, one of my favorite things I heard from a client was she had told me that her favorite part of the planning was actually doing the centerpieces with her daughter. Because I was helping her. I have an art. I have an art background also. So I, she would bring the stuff to me, and I would tell her what to do. And they spent a good six, seven months doing this together. And she said that was her favorite part. So like that put something inside of my event that's more 
um, I say the word Hamisha again, but memorable and more and people feel like they want to remember this event as something special that they did with their child, so, not just as a big party. So as we are in the world that we are in now, how do you see that um, having been affected or how is has it the word that overuse? pivoting um or where is it now for you it's interesting i think we're turning back the clocks and i love it but i also hate it um and then i'll explain that because what we love is certainly a lot of my business moved to next year some of them even canceled sadly um but they canceled because they had such an amazing experience with the actual simcha as opposed to being worried about the party. So that's what I love. Uh, from the bottom of my heart, I really do. I love that people are starting to appreciate what this really is about. Because um, I've always been there. You know, Joel always says I would do this for free. Obviously, I can't. I, I, I may as well. None of us can, but we would probably. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> but, um, well, you know, I, I, I um, as you know, we were talking about it earlier. Michael Kress is a local photographer in this area. Also, one of my best buds that we, we ride on the canal. Since we have so much time on our hands, we, we, we ride bikes bike together. that you were trying to sell. Yeah, I, I, I sold that bike, and I bought a new bike yesterday, which ah. is very exciting, actually. You sold it? I did. Oh, okay. I did. And um, <laughs> I have a new bike. I have a big red bike. It's really cool. Anyway, uh, but Michael and I were talking just yesterday on the canal that it's almost like an event meteor hit our planet. And, and, uh, and, and what that event meteor is doing is it has shaken up our world so much that it's a giant reset. I mean, we've been seeing movies about things like that, Armageddon and things like that. We've been seeing them for decades. But the reality is this giant meteor hit our planet. And it, it really doesn't matter if you're talking about Bangladesh or Bethesda. It, it, it doesn't matter. Yeah, Every, everywhere. Everywhere has been affected. And what happens after a meteor hits and the devastation happens, which I think we're I think we're at, at 50% of devastation. I don't think we're even halfway through this, me personally. I don't personally think normal is going to be back until 2022 sometime, maybe 23. But in the reset mode of how the new world order is... I think what happens is the strong survive, the weak come together to survive, and we all value the things, the little things, even more. Um, and I, I think that's going to happen in every facet of the event community, whether you're a planner or a photographer or a caterer or a florist. I, I think we're all going to take a lot more to heart about what we do for a living, and more importantly, that our clients really are going to think a little bit more highly of what we do to make this all work for them because the client is taking things differently also. They are not able to have the 200 people that they want to have at their event, so the 25 or 30 that they're inviting become all of a sudden that much more magnified as being important. Mm -hmm. And I was going to bring up something. I wasn't sure if this was going to if this was going to happen to our to our conversation, but I, I got an email from you yesterday about an upcoming client that we're going to be working with that because things are happening so sporadically and spontaneously, all of a sudden we live in this virtual world where we can add Zoom to an event and all of a sudden we're bringing all those people who can't come for whatever reason into the virtual world and they're happening days and weeks 
out, not not months and years out. Right. How did you know? We're working on something now for the end of November. We're here at the end of October. It it's barely thirty days from now, and we're we're at square one right now. At least I, our role in it. I think it's so exciting. All the technology. I, I love technology. But a lot of it I don't understand, and I never will, and I'm not going to try to. That's why I go to the professionals. I say, we need someone who really knows how to do this. We don't want to just roll up a, a sheet and, and have your friend put on a video. We want someone to really do this well. There's a huge difference between Zoom and an event Zoom. And people, um, I'm starting, I'm learning it by, uh, let's just say I never really realized that either. But over time and for the past few months when I've been doing the few events that I've had the, uh, the chance to do and, and do very carefully, there's a lot of rules we need to follow, there's a lot of work involved in it that we're not necessarily, um, if you want to say, paid for. We're doing that, taking those extra steps to make sure your event is safe. Um, and we are limited on how many people we can have. But we want to bring in the rest of our family because they might not do a party next year. You want to have that Zoom. That So we were talking about the service. Mm -hmm. That's the very important part. And everyone's starting to realize that is the very important part. The service. And I agree with you though because a lot of people what they're thinking is oh well they're counting on having the reception later down the road. And so it's not that they belittle the first part but they they we, you and I know that it might not happen, so we really need to make this. This is why, this is the reason why we're having a mitzvah, it's the service, it's, it's all of that, and bringing everyone in with you to, to share on it, you know, on this day, is so much I, I don't want to say more important than the party, but it's the reason why we're all together. Right. And, you know, it start it started off very simply where you would just you had a few people and people were joining on and you heard all, heard all the funny stories about people getting on a Zoom from Passover. I think that was the first time we all really experienced it. And then over time, everyone who's been home that really isn't a technology is learning how to work these these amazing new. Um, programs and, and make it more than just having an iPad sitting in front of you. And you can get lots of people on this platform with you. And it's, it's, it's exciting. Uh, it really is that, that the world could change to that kind of um, platform. However, there's never going to be the same. Then it's never going to be the same without having live events, which we, we still look forward to having. We will always have the technology there. But I think what's starting to happen now, interestingly enough, is... Um, People are starting to do something, they're, they're adding on, they're sending out boxes to their guests, which I, I can go back to the beginning of COVID, I was saying this, I was saying, that's what we need to do, we need to send a box of the linen to the person in their, in their dining room and they can put the linen out that we have, the same linen at the party, you know, at, at, the get, at our own home, um, and everybody has the same linen and they have the same little tchotchkes they're playing with, so that was in my head immediately, for proms I wanted to do it. Confetti yeah. at the time. But yeah. you send it to all your guests. So people are kind of starting to do that, and they're needing to because being on a Zoom is kind of getting like, okay, I've been there, done that. I've already, you know, this isn't that exciting anymore. So you're changing it up. But they're still realizing that the important part is the ceremony and is bringing grandma and grandpa on and bringing your close friends on to join you and to experience the idea of becoming a bar, bar bat mitzvah. I do think, and I said this a while ago, that most, most of the people that 
thought they were going to move to next year and have the party. It, they're already 14, 15 years old. It, it, I think that Sweet 16s will come back a lot. Maybe you can help me design a t-shirt that's going to say, uh, I haven't got the logo looking quite way, but I think 2024 is going to be the year of the high school senior bar and bat mitzvahs. <laughs> it's all the people that we keep postponing for three or four years. They're all going to be 17 by the time they're born. Right, but they'll be doing the sweet 16s and they'll Absolutely. be doing it. Graduation parties. So and I, I just want to kind of, you know, um, we don't get to talk like this very often, cards on the table. One of the neat things that Visual has done is brought us together with a lot of our peer friends, professional friends that we work with at events. And we really don't. This is how ISIS meetings Calling it the spade of spades. Nope, nope. This is what ISIS meetings were like back in the 90s. That's when, true. when there were all of 35 or 40 people there, and we were all huggy, kissy, close friends, and we all knew what everybody was doing at every event. And and the DC community, because of Joe Jeff, because of that um, that 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 nucleus that he started so well. We were all really, really close and intimate. And I just want to kind of compliment you on one of the things that you just said about you and technology. You like the cool, shiny thing in the water, but you don't have to know how it got to be cool and shiny. You just want it to be at your next event to better your client. And I had a conversation with you very spontaneously because we don't talk all the time. We kind of I always felt like you and I, we, we, with, with Monica, we, we kind of go through our spurts. You know, months and months, we're like always talking and then we go a year or two without having an event together. But about a month ago, you brought up something about virtual um, because of something else that happened. And I let you peek into a bar mitzvah that we were facilitating and opened up a whole new word. I'm not talking about this in, in hey, we're, we're the only ones that know how to do this. I, I'm really talking about the fact that the purpose of Visual Wow is to bring new and optimistic ideas and thoughts to people in the events community. And and I'd just like you to talk about, if you could very quickly, what your impression was of the Zoom I world will. about mitzvahs before you peeked in and then what, what, what the light bulb screwed in when you saw it. I will, because I was in the midst of planning a couple of events at that time that... Um, we're going to deal with the Zoom, and um, I, I got very emotional actually on that Zoom, and I had nothing to do with it. I was just a, I was a voyeur, if you want to call me, call it. <laughs> um, I was watching what was going on, and um, I, a lot of friends who. Uh, who thought of Zoom? A lot of people in my age bracket, they're like, "Oh God, a Zoom! Someone's going to be getting undressed. Someone's going to be doing this. Someone's right. going to be eating. No, someone's going to be in bed." And and all it is is the still, the still iPad of of everyone going online, and everyone's realizing, you know, oh God, we had so much trouble during Passover, getting Grandma <laughs> on, getting Grandpa on. All of a sudden, a couple of weeks later, I had seen a photo on Facebook that you put of Pernell. And he had these five machines in front of him. And I was like, that is the coolest thing. He's the middleman. He's what everybody needs. Well, he actually is the MC because MC, as we know, is master of ceremonies. Yes. So, you know, the MC became, a, you know, the coolest thing at the party. And But the but original But in this word, case, right? he's the technology guru. Right. And he's the person that you come on 15 minutes before the start of it. And he's going to help you not be undressing while you're there. He's going to help you get the voice on or the voice off. And and then everybody kind of can see each other, I think, in certain ways. I wasn't really sure. I was like, this is so neat looking. I don't get it totally. And then time goes on and, and I know you all were increasing on your understandings of it and getting more m m diving into it. And then I started realizing, okay, wait, 
I really need to understand this a little bit more. I can't sell it without understanding it. But so I was wanted Jack to to get involved in the conversation. But at the same time, he wanted me to really see it and feel it. So I go on this bat mitzvah, and I emotionally thought this was the coolest thing. I really, truly was like, this is not a Zoom. This is an f- entire family getting together on a computer and seeing and talking to each other and crying at the growth of this child who's having a bat mitzvah or becoming a bat mitzvah in her backyard. I have always said the best place for your own event is your own home. Um, but it could get very crazy expensive. Tents, the whole thing. Um, but if you limit it and if you have your closest family and then you bring everybody else on who really didn't want to make that trek down to DC you know there's always people who don't want to do that but they want to be involved they still want to be part of it and this is the next best thing but honestly what you were asking me so I was I was on this watching this bat mitzvah and I saw at the end when you started putting people on for now I guess or whoever does handles this um they start popping people on to talk to the bat mitzvah. Yeah, we, we, we take people, different yeah, people. We, we spotlight the people spotlight. that are on there, and we ask them if they'd like to leave you know, any kind of message for the family. We do it for weddings. We do it for bar mitzvahs. I was actually facilitating that event from my home studio in Rockville. Purnell was the on-site facilitator. Um, he, he, by the way, Purnell, for those of you who don't know what we're talking about, is MC <laughs> Purnell from Washington Talent. <laughs> we talk about all these things because we all know all these people, but it's not just Purnell. We have several other of our, of our DJs and MCs that have stepped up because they, they know how to spontaneously talk on a microphone. We have what we call virtual hosts, which is basically a voice of God, someone who keeps an eye on the whole thing and helps people through That's tech support. That's a good support. name for it. That's, and, mm. and then we also have the live host, which is what Purnell was doing. And he was being a glorified bar mitzvah MC. However, we tone down the MC part of it. It's not about but his show. He but he's did, out made there. it exciting for everyone. Right? He has fun with people. I was watching everybody, and um, I could see what other people were doing. Part of it, I saw friends of mine on this, on this, uh, at this bat mitzvah, and um, he's interacting with them, and he's you know making sure that they're understanding we're and watching the event. We're bringing it to live, and that and that's the thing, you know, because it's so new to some people, and you know, you have to joke when they can't unmute themselves, and so everybody feels like they're a part of everybody else's session. And yeah. the, the one thing that I wish I had seen was being at the at the backyard because I have a feeling they had even more fun than the guests did because I'm guessing there was a big screen right. with all the pictures of everybody on it which could be up to what you said 500 people mm-hmm. and they can see everybody like that's I cool. that's something that I need you to videotape that happening so I can see it and be part of it I, I mean I got the chills being a guest on it and it's so hard to express that to someone if, else if listening, vi- if, listening to you right? Kara's like the visual like wow person no, over I'm here I'm getting goosebumps because I remember that was one of the first ones that we did and it was so uh, hearing you describe it again it is giving me goosebumps because it was so emotionally gratifying I, I don't know if I would I know say what you're that. saying it, like we're like is this really going to work or not and can I just tell you it worked so amazingly the, the same way you talked about um, the same way you lit up and talked about the success of your interns and growing up and, and all that kind of stuff I gotta tell you I, I, I did not feed this for self gratification 
but listening and watching your face describe your emotions peeking into a part of you had nothing to do with it it so warms my heart because I I really do believe uh, you know to coin the old catering phrase from years ago you put a filet on a piece on on a plate with some broccoli and mashed potatoes and you have a meal well I I think Zoom is going to be the fourth component that goes on that plate now I think I think some kind of whatever Zoom evolves over the years but I've watched things we have to stop calling it Zoom the virtual well unfortunately it's like Kleenex it's the <laughs> piece of paper you stuck, stick in front of your face when you have to sneeze it, Zoom is going to become that word Kleenex right. um, and, and it, I, I do believe that there will be a bigger and a better Zoom down the pike and, and probably not too far into the future um, but 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 fundamentally, that Kleenex word that we're calling but Zoom right Kara now. But I think Kara was saying that uh, as a whole, what would you the call virtual, it? The virtual You're, component. The, the, allow, allowing the, the guests who the can't emotion. be present. Right. The, yeah. the, the emotional aspect. And that's what you definitely get out of these Facebook Live, Zoom, uh, so many. Meet, Google Meet. No, uh, Google Meet is the same thing, but... Of those basic, they're they're basic. When you bring someone else in to control it for you, and to make sure that things are happening and making it fun and making it memorable, that's where you add that component. That it's very hard to explain to someone to instead of going from zero dollars, putting your iPad up, and then spending x amount of dollars to have someone run it for you what is it that you're getting let me just tell you we're getting a ton you're getting so much that it, it's worth the explanation however you also have to tell your guests that you're doing it to this level i do think that was you know not to get off the subject but i do think that people still don't get it and that you're you need to tell your guests that it's not just a zoom this is really a cool so thing. that comes to the comp that, that comes to your client we don't have to talk about who the client is but we have this client that we're coming up together in in at the end of next month and and because of what you saw that we did you stepped into this new world that is out there you see the level that we are and other companies are doing and we're not the only people in, in town that and are there's doing a it. couple other things that are, that are coming along the way that are even crazier so now. how did you yeah. explain this to your client to get her past you know the devastation that she can't have all of her guests the way you you, you I think that's the way I did just now yeah you feel I, that I, I really I can repeat that because it came from the heart. I really enjoyed being on that and watching it and afterwards I put a smile on my face thinking, oh my gosh, we're going to be able to do this. This is going to work. Not me. I'm not going to be able to do the technology, but I'm going to be able to bring people in and people are going to feel like they're emotionally part of a simcha and not just watching something. So I wasn't just making it up. When I told my client about it, I told her from my heart and I, my next client in the January, we're doing it for them too. I tell it from the heart. It really is something that makes makes it different. And again, this is me teaching. This is me saying and, and me saying, I want people to do this because it is the right thing, and it, it does give you that. It, it makes your it makes you cry again. It makes you go. This was what uh, a bar bat mitzvah was supposed to be at, at a wedding. Um, the wedding that you did right in the beginning with the twenty five person. It was like one of your first. Yeah, it was Debbie's wedding. Debbie's. I watched that. I saw the video. I saw the pictures and the video. Same thing. I was like choked up. I'm like, wow, they they really made this work. You know, people were part of it as opposed to people just sitting there and being, you know, uh, uh, watching. You know, they they were in 
involved in the the actual event and they felt like they were there I think to a certain degree and it's going to get more and more like that and I and I so going back to what we were saying I think that the world has started to realize that there is a more important aspect to this um, but at the same time and I, I think people are also um, you know, we're putting our health health first. We're putting priorities first, um, and they're going to start spending a little bit more. And they're starting to send out actual invitations now. I don't know if you know that. So in the beginning, it was mostly just evite and over online, and we thought all our invitation companies were were gonna. Uh, I don't even know what would happen with them. I mean, paper was out. Finally, people are starting to want to send an invitation because they know now what they're doing. Whereas, you know, they they know now I'm not having a party. I'm having a this. I'm having a that. Or I'm surprising them with information. So I'm excited to start bringing back some of these other companies that were going to be closing down because of what was happening. We don't want to lose them because we don't want to lose sight of what the the old-fashioned and the um, the meaning of this is. No, you don't have to spend tons of money on the invitation, but the invitation is something you, hand, you, you, you hold and you feel and you touch as opposed to that thing that comes through the internet. And I think, again, <laughs> I, you know, we always can go back to the domino effect. Right, so the invitations, now we can have them not hopefully go out of business, right? Because, right. So everything has... We don't want to lose them we because we're going to want them back. Exactly. We're going to want them back, but the word pivot, you know, you now, because we, you came to us with a need, we ourselves pivoted, you know, and or added to our toolbox of goodies mm-hmm. um, and added the virtual aspect and yes yeah I've learned more about virtual than I ever knew I wanted to ever know and I love it and I love sharing it with you but now you have added that onto your you know right. list of services and and it will it's not, not go it, it's not I want to bring you in to be the service but I'm going to be the salesperson exactly of it. and I'm the, the honest like this is what I'm telling you about. It's the same thing with right uh, grad the gradmobile. Do you remember that? Mm-hmm. I was doing that for a little bit. All these things excite me. I was like, oh my gosh, people are going to be able to have a graduation. And I I did about four of these with the the gentleman who started it. Um, like wasn't my I didn't dream it up, but I I because of I started realizing because of my connections, I hear about things that my friends don't know of, and, and it's hard to separate that. I'm like, yo, wait, you haven't heard of the gradmobile? Well, I, <laughs> one, one thing about you and your connections kind of like us you've collected people throughout your career and and we collect people mm-hmm. and, and when you collect people whether it's uh, people that are paying you people that you pay or people that are just kind of along for the ride um, you build a trust and so when you uh, like us like like why I let you in to see that that first thing you had a need I had a p- potential solution to your problem we wanted to let you in when we talked before we started the broadcast today, we had our little, what I call the, the, the lead up to the teaser conversation. Um, where do these things go? And, and um, I'm going to give a shout out to, to Sarah Muchnick, one of our other friends in the party planning business, who gave, uh, gave me a tremendous compliment just an hour before you got here that she hi, said, Sarah. Yeah, hi, Sarah. We're all out here saying hi, hello. Hi, Sarah. Um, it, you know, she said that in the podcast that she had listened to prior, that they always sound like interviews. And that when she listened to what Monica and I are doing here, uh, it's more of a conversation. And that's what I promised you as well. This is not something you, you need to practice for. This is not something that we write a script for. 
we never know where it's going to go. And I say to that, this has been great. Uh, we're not anywhere close to the end, but but now, because I know we have everyone's attention, um, I want people to know how to get a hold of you. What are the best social channels and or website uh, to get a hold of Kara Weiss at Save oh, the Day? Thank you. Um, so the best place to get a hold of me is, is by the phone. 301. <laughs> We're not going to go that quite. Joel, Joel, sorry about that. It's not what you think. She really meant that in a professional manner. This is not 1-800-CALL-CARA. So uh, how about if we just so, stick to the www ones? www.savethedate.com LLC events with an S. So the LLC and the events is on it. Um, dot com. And I know you're avid on Instagram too. And where are you there? Um, well, at Save the Date LLC events. There you go. There Same you with go. Facebook, but and and then I have another Facebook page that's called Party and Plan with Us, which um, which is an I, exciting one to watch. And I know from firsthand experience, you could actually just type Kara Weiss into into Google, and you will find her without much as much effort whatsoever. And we'll also put it on the show notes. And, and also. In the show notes, of course. Uh, thank you for that, Monica. I want to throw up a subject that could go really south for me um, because of the commonality that you and Monica have in my next question. I will be uh, stepping out now. and And I'm actually going to get up for a moment when, when, I, when I throw this question across the table because I'm going to let the two of you answer it. You both work uh, 24-7 with your husbands. Uh, you and my wife do, and uh, and um, now you work. You guys work for us. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I I knew I was going to be yeah, in trouble when I threw this question. Like, I'm like, uh, so so you like Monica and I, you and Joel have been working together since uh, since forever. It almost it seems like. Um, well, Joel and, encouraged me to go into this. Yep. He knew I had a love for it, and he knew that um, if I went back to school for it, and and so. He's not 100% with me now. He has his own baby as well, if you want to call it that. He's got his own business, but he's but I still direct him, and I still do. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I so what I, exactly is your question, Jack? <laughs> yeah. I was just going to compliment you both of working in businesses with your spouses, but I, I, this kind of just took a left turn that I'm not quite sure I'm happy about. Okay, well, Joel, I was trying to give some points to the husbands that stand by their wives, but... You guys uh, did. You hey, do. You, you guys do, do definitely we, we, get... It's a hard business, <laughs> And I'm, I'm, we go out for drinks, and Joel and I constantly want to talk about my events and my jobs, and I want them to go perfect. And Joel has ideas with me, or he's, and he's got the logic a little bit, where I've got the creative, you know. And and I love discussing it with him, but he definitely wants to take take a step back and try to make money as opposed to just try to. Oh, money is so overrated. <laughs> well, and Jack and I are the same thing. I cross T's, dot I's, and make sure that you know. Yeah. Jack is behaving. Um, I, I do want to. I wanted to say something though. Something you had mentioned. Um, you know that you started this whole thing. Part of what I think is exciting. This is technology also, and this is. Um, podcasts have been happening now for a couple years. Right? My kids told yep, uh, told me about it. Yep. But we're you know we're not not that we're late to the game. It's that we're in the game for different reasons. Correct. Um, we didn't have time before. Right. 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 <laughs> But, and, and I tried making these funny, like the, the, a couple, I tried a couple, if you want to call them classes, my party and plan with us, which is still happening. I did the, the Kathy Lee and Hoda, Christine and Kara um, offshoot on Facebook because I loved doing things and getting on camera and teaching people. But I didn't have the, I don't have the know how how to make it go a little bit further. 
and I want it to go further. So I'm excited for you because I think you have the this this is a cool platform to bring this on. And do you think we can just keep doing it from the patio because that would just be <laughs> totally totally awesome? But I, but I'm ex- I, I'm happy that you can take it to a level that I wish I could bring some of my things to, and I, and I can join you on this ride because I. I don't know what the right word is, but um, you're going down a path of of a cool thing. Well, I, I, first well, of all, and it's a community. Yeah, I, I yeah. think that that's what um, you know we're trying to create is a community relationships. Um, what your strengths are might not be mine, and how do we, uh, you know, bring us all along for the ride? And Jack mentioned, you know, I'm taking it back a couple of minutes uh, for when he said, you know, not all of us uh, will be able to, to make, it. make it through. And it's not about the the weak ones. I don't want to use that. I'd rather use the word of just what I said. We will bring everyone together with us, you know. And so the, the smaller companies, if we can um, give them the platform to say, hey, It'd be great if you worked with Carol on this one thing or with this other person. I think you guys would be a good fit. I think that we need a lot more of that right now um, because, you know, we, we can't be unrealistic that... We're seeing our peers leaving their businesses because they have to. They've lost their jobs. We exactly. want them to come back. Exactly. And we want to give them the business. Um, not for not selfish reasons, but selfish reasons for them. We're losing the industry. Um, talented, talented people. Yeah, very talented people. And I think the ones that will make it, and I, like you said, not, not the weak, but the ones that will make it are the ones that really have it in their heart and have a love for this kind of business that we want to make it. And... Um, and we're going to do things that are going to keep us going, whether we're paid for it or not. We're going to keep ourselves up on the up up with the times. And um, well, then, well, then with keeping up with the times, let let Monica and I give you an invitation to something that hasn't even started yet. Oh, I'm so excited! But as you, <laughs> but as you know, you know I like being the first at stuff. <laughs> I do, I do. But as you know, because you've been following the show. Um, our good friend Jacqueline Bernstein from Empire Force Events in New York City uh, has sort of been by our side in the in the entire Visual Wow uh, journey, which actually started back in the mid '90s um, uh, as a wow. as a newsletter. I don't know if you remember that, no, uh, wow. but back in those early ISIS days with yes. Joe Jeff, Visual Wow was actually a newsletter that that we we kind of like wanted to make a local version of Special Events Magazine that was just here, and many of the people that we all still deal with were a part of those inaugural uh, issues of that and it just got too cost prohibitive. It, well, it was hilarious because people were calling me and saying how much for an ad? And I was like, an yeah, ad? Well, we, we did it as a service <laughs> just like we're doing the Visual Out podcast. It's funny, we didn't, re- we didn't realize that you were actually making an Instagram and you could yeah, get paid for your work. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I was yeah. like... It was, a, it was Instagram on paper back then. But, <laughs> a cup but, of coffee? <laughs> but uh, I believe we are going to... I believe this is going to start as early as next week. Uh, we're going to start trying to give 
people a place to go like we used to go to ISIS, now ILEA meetings, NACE meetings, uh, where we're going to bring event producers and party planners together. Uh, in, a, in a, At least at the, at the ground set, it'll be in, in a Facebook Live environment. Uh, and we'd love to welcome you to be one of the guests that'll be on with Jacqueline and the team talking about whatever it is that we're going to talk about. But I, I definitely see this happening with different event producers and party planners on a weekly basis. I would basis. love to. I oh, would love to. That's really great. We all learn off of each other. We're all, um, so I think it's, it's, it's so a cool So to the visual art community, uh, to our listeners, and by the way, we really, really, we, we You're going to have to throw up one of those newsletters, the visual wow. Well, I think, well, so, so <laughs> visualwow.com. Google it. <laughs> so, so visualwow.com. Resurrection uh, of is the, the newsletter. Is the place to find out about all the cool things that we're doing, and, and I really believe in the very coming immediate future, uh, there's going to be a lot of classes and a lot of things being offered long before Thanksgiving, which is just a few weeks away. Um, and Kara, you would be a great instructor. I mean, I, I know I, a great that instructor is, and, and a person who has a lot of great content. I live for this stuff. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> that is that's something awesome. that you love. So, so you, you, you heard it here first, Visual Wow listeners, that uh, Kara is going to join the uh, the advisory board of our team that we haven't <laughs> even started yet. And, uh, and it's uh, as you know, visualwow.com uh, to find out all the information about uh, episodes and about our guests and about things that are coming down the pike about the show and uh, another live broadcast. Um, we appreciate the following. We've hit some great milestones uh, in, in our short uh, 10 weeks of, uh, of this operation. Uh, we couldn't be happier. At least 250 or 300 of you every week are tuning in to see what's all about uh, the program. And, and our reach is now out to 16 countries, uh, which is beyond, I don't know, it's just super freaking cool. <laughs> no. How many countries are there? Uh, like 100, 180, I think. Okay. I mean, we haven't even hit 10% yet. Okay. But, but, but when you see like France and Germany and Australia showing up on your analytics and Japan. India, it's, right? And we have a following in India, which is like really bizarre. You go, you go how did that happen? Yeah, right. That's it. But like, what are people listening to? So everybody who's I listening just say, to us. Wow. Yeah, it is definitely wow. wow. So if you're listening to us in India. Thank you so much. It's really cool. For anybody who's listening outside of the United States, send us an email, jack at visualwild.com. Let us know what you're doing. Let us know what you like. Uh, uh, if we need to translate into another into another language, we'll, we'll do almost anything to, uh, to help the live events community. And uh, it's just really cool. We couldn't be happier with... Bienvenidos a todos. What she said. You want to pick any other that languages? <laughs> so my lovely wife Welcome speaks... Welcome to all. Yeah, so that's uh, Spanish. You want to try Portuguese? No. Oh, I'm putting her on the spot. <laughs> uh, uh, sorry about that. Did I, well, all right, well, so we don't have to go Portuguese. Anyway. I can't think that quickly. <laughs> switch languages. Uh, anyway, so that's really cool. And I, I, again, uh, visualwild.com to find out the information about all the cool things that are coming down the pike. Kara, thank you for your time today. Thank you for jumping onto the advisory board you didn't even know that we were having, that we don't even know what we have. It, it is all about education. As you know, that's why we started this podcast. I want to call um, it something other than an advisory board. I want to call yeah. it a big brain dump. No. Um, no, I love the term brain dump. I, I think every time we get together <laughs> with somebody out here, I think it's a brain dump. I, I love that term. Kara, and, and mm, what do you think? Brain dump is negative. Yeah. Um, oh, ow, ow. You got a brain, that, but, but you do need to Yeah, we'll, we'll think on I want that. to give a shout out to my friend Michael Tapes. If you're listening to the show, uh, I just want you to know that that is a phrase you and I coined 15 years ago, and I still love it. I don't care what the girls say. Okay. Okay. That's about brain dumps. But it's not what that. It's got. We got to make it an exciting and 
something catchy. Okay, so we're going to try to find a synonym for or brain send dump. Or send us an advisory board. Send us, a, yeah, send us, send an, us email. an email. Let Jack us know what you think we should call it. If you want Monica to read it, you can send it to Monica at visualwild.com. <laughs> if you want Jack to read it, you can send it to Jack at visualwild.com. Tell us what you think about a synonym for brain dump or for advisory board, and we'll all meet back here in a couple of weeks, and we'll tell you what the what the term is. But Kara's going to be a part of the term, whatever we come up I'm with. I'm looking forward to it. Because exactly who are we? And uh, Joel, I hope you don't feel <laughs> slighted that we didn't uh, have you on the show. I tried to insert you wherever possible. Christine, you got your plugs, so don't even worry about it. We still love you. And uh, and to that, any uh, any final thoughts, girls? No, I think we no, just... I think we have an exciting next few months. I think it's starting to come back now, and we still have to be very careful. Um, now, there, there are... There are, it's a crazy world out there. Is what I like to say. And but, um, we want to bring everybody along with us yeah. for the ride. Let's let's keep on keeping on. Yippee kaye! <laughs> Yippee kaye! Not to quote the Grease Man, but Yippee kaye! <laughs> hey, everybody, uh, visual listening audience, thank you so much. I'm your host, Jack Hartsman. To Kara on my right, to Monica on my left, ladies, thank you for your time here on the veranda. Thank it's you, Kara. The veranda. The veranda. Oh, now we go to the veranda. Okay. So, please, everyone, let us know what the difference between a patio and a veranda is. Jack and I seem to be having a little bit of a... Um, it's a veranda for the amount of money we put into this patio. Oh, okay. And there'll be pictures of the patio on the website in the not-too-distant future. Many of you have been asking to hear about the uh, the luxurious patio. It's not that exciting, by the way, but it is cool for us, and we love it. So, it is what it is. Thank you again, everybody, for tuning in. We hope to see you next time. VisualWild.com, and we're out. Thanks for listening to Visual Wow. If you like what you heard, like us on Facebook, Twitter, and tell your friends. Go to visualwow.com for more info. If you didn't like what you heard, just keep it to yourself. Know a pro we should be talking to on the show? Drop us a line. Talk with you next time on Visual Wow.